Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerbinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to Episode 58. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we gather around this podcast to answer questions that are on your mind as it relates to Christianity and how to live the Christian life. And today we're going to answer a question that is very important when it comes to living out your faith in Jesus Christ. And it has to do with the Word of God. So here's the question we're going to wrestle with. Where do I start reading in my Bible? Where do I start reading in my Bible? Seems like that's an obvious answer that maybe you and I could just start where we normally start with any book. But we're going to see that there's a whole lot more going on when we talk about reading in the scripture, reading in the Bible, and its importance in our life. So let's talk about that today. Let's get right into it, and we're going to look at several different things here. We're going to talk, first of all, why is it important for you and I to read our Bibles? So I'm going to point out two things there. We're going to talk just briefly about the struggle, because I don't know if you've noticed, it's a struggle to read your Bible. Even though you've got the desire to do it, it's a struggle. Then we're going to look at where do you start? Where do you start reading, especially if you've read the Bible before? Where do you start to get back into reading the Bible? And then we're going to talk a little bit about some other ways that you can get the Word of God into your life. So let's kind of hit it right off the bat and talk about the importance. If you and I are going to start reading the Bible, we really need to grasp the importance of reading the Bible. If you ask most people, why do you need to read the Bible? Well, they don't really have a good answer. They would basically say that they need to read the Bible because it's the Christian thing to do. And yeah, it's a Christian thing to do. You and I are constantly told that we need to read the Scripture and make the Scripture a part of our lives. But we need to realize that really the Scripture outlines many reasons why the Word of God needs to be a part of our lives. And so I'm just going to focus on two this morning. One of them is found in Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 2. Listen to what the writer of Hebrews said. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. Let's just stop there. Let me just go ahead and focus on the number one reason why you and I need to be reading God's Word. Basically, it is through God's Word that God speaks to us. God in the past spoke through prophets. He spoke to them through dreams and all of these different things, but He has now spoken to us through His Son, Jesus. He's spoken to us through the person and ministry of Christ. And so we have that recorded in the scriptures. 
And so if you really want to know what God wants for your life, or if you really want direction from him, you're going to need to get into his word. You're going to need to read his word to know what God wants. Here's the second reason. We find it in Psalms, Psalm 119, the longest psalm in the scripture, and its whole basis of the psalm is David's delight in the word of God. And I just want to focus on two different verses, verse 9 and verse 11. Listen to what verse 9 says. How can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word? Listen now to verse 11. Your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. What I want you to recognize, the second reason why you and I need to be in God's word, it is through God's word that we're able to live the life that he wants us to live. It is through God's word that we're able to recognize the way that he wants us to live so that we stop sinning so that we live lives that are pleasing to him, that are worthy of him. So here's two reasons. Number one, we've already seen it. It's how God speaks to me. Number two, it's through his word that I'm able to live the life that he wants me to live and am able to say no to sin. That's why it's important. So now let's just discuss the reality. Even though we may recognize the importance of God's word and are reading God's word, the fact remains that it's a struggle. It's a struggle. You ask even the most mature Christian about their time with God, and especially reading God's Word, almost always you're going to hear them talk about how it requires every ounce of strength to do it. It requires discipline to be actively seeking God through his word. Why? Because it's a struggle. The fact of the matter is, is that we, in and of ourselves, in our flesh, don't want to read God's word. The fact of the matter is, is we have an enemy who does not want us to read God's word. And you will find that your mind will want you to do other things when you want to read God's word. Even though the desire is there to read it, you'll find that you'll be wanting to do other things. So that's the struggle. Now, you say, okay, George, let's get to the heart of the question. Where do I start then? Where do I start reading the Bible, especially if I recognize it's a struggle, and especially if I'm wanting to hear from God and I want to live the life that he wants me to live? Where do I start? Well, here's the thing. When we talk about the Bible, I need you to understand we're not talking about a normal book. So the first thing you need to understand and know that when, you, when you're reading the Bible is, is you don't start reading the Bible like you would start reading any other book. So, for instance, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan from Tolkien. If I'm going to read the Lord of the Rings, I'm going to get the first book, The Fellowship of the Ring, and I'm going to start in chapter 1, and I'm going to read through that book, chapter by chapter, until I conclude that book, go to the second book, The Two Towers, start in chapter 1, read that, until I get to the third book, and the same thing. Now, that's how we normally are when we read regular books. But the problem is, is you can't necessarily do that with the Bible. 
Why is that? Because the Bible is actually a book of books. It's not just one whole book. It's actually a book of books. So you really need to start in the right place, especially if you want to capitalize on that desire to read God's Word. Because here's what's going to happen. If you start reading, starting at the very first book of the Bible, and if you start reading in Genesis, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this is cool. You're you're actually going to enjoy reading Genesis and reading through the creation account, reading through the fall of man, reading through Noah and the flood, getting to the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and reading all the way to that point where Israel goes down into Egypt. You're going to be okay with that. But then you're going to come to Exodus, and Exodus is going to introduce you to 400 years later, they're in slavery, and you're going to read about the plagues on Egypt and and God bringing Israel out of Egypt. But then when you get about halfway through the book of Exodus, you're going to come to something that's called the Mosaic Law. And you'll tough it out maybe through Exodus, but then when you hit Leviticus, which is the very next book after Exodus, you're done because it's a book of the Law of Moses and how Israel was to function according to the law. And before you know it, you're done reading. The desire may be there, but it's been drudgery trying to get through the law. And you haven't even hit Numbers and Deuteronomy yet. So, gets back to our question then. Where do we start? So, here's what I would suggest that you do. I suggest that if you're going to start anywhere in the Bible, I would start in the New Testament with the Gospels. Start off with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You don't even need to take them in that particular order. You could actually start off with the Gospel of John. Maybe move to Mark, which is a shorter Gospel. Then maybe look at Matthew and Luke. But I would start off with the Gospels. Why? Because you're starting off with the story, the good news about Jesus Christ. So I would start with the Gospels. From there, I would work my way into Acts. Why? Well, Acts is actually a historical book that records how the Holy Spirit worked through the early church after Jesus' ascension. So I would start then with Acts. From there, I would then go to reading the letters, the letters of Paul, the letters of John, and the other letters in the New Testament. I would then move then to the book of Revelation. Once I've done with the New Testament, then I would make my way to the Old Testament. And you could, if you want to avoid the the law, you could read Genesis, parts of Exodus, move then to Joshua, Judges, 1st, 2nd Samuel, 1st, 2nd Kings, 1st, 2nd Chronicles. You read Nehemiah and Esther. You can start there. I would also suggest that one thing that you can do as you're going along is make the Psalms and the Proverbs a part of your life daily. What do you mean? Well, you could read one or two or up to five Psalms a day. There are 150 Psalms, so in a month, if you read five Psalms a day, you could go through all of the Psalms. If you don't want to do that, then just read one Psalm a day. 
Psalms are laments. They're the expressions of the heart of the writer as he's talking about God and about the things that he's facing. You and I can relate a lot of times to what the writers of the Psalms are saying. Another thing that you can do is take the book of Proverbs. There are 31 chapters of Proverbs, and what you could do is is that you could read the corresponding chapter to the day that you're in. So, for instance, today is June 27th. So, what I would do in my time is read Proverbs chapter 27. And that is a way of getting God's Word into your life. Now, here's what you're going to see happen. As you begin to get into God's Word, as you begin to read it, and that desire grows, you're going to find that as you are consistent, taking that time a day out to read God's Word every day, you're going to find that you're going to develop a habit of reading His Word. Now, there are some things that you need to be aware of. There are tools out there that you can use to help you in your reading. So, for instance, here at our church, we make available the Daily Bread. And we encourage you to use the Daily Bread devotional, because you'll have a section of Scripture to read, as well as a story to go along with the reading of that day. Now, there's a danger with using a devotional of any type. You say, what do you mean, a danger? Isn't it a good thing to use? Yes, it's a tool. But with every tool, you can end up substituting God's Word with the tool. You could find yourself actually using the tool and not reading the Scripture anymore, but actually just focusing on the little story and thus saying, well, I've got my reading in for the day. But the reality is, is you haven't read God's Word at all. So you got to be careful of relying on tools too much because it may end up substituting for your reading in the scripture for yourself. Now, I want to close with just one more thing, and that is when you talk about getting God's word into your life, reading is just one component. There is actually four other ways to get God's word into your life. The first one is, is that you listen. Listen to God's word. And today we live in an interesting time where we have mobile devices so that you can get certain apps and you can listen to the Bible. If you're not able to read that day, maybe as you're making your journey into town or as you're walking, you can listen to God's Word through a Bible app. The second thing I would say to you is memorize scripture. So as you're reading along, there's a verse that speaks to you. Take a few moments and memorize that passage. Memorization is another way to get God's word into your life. The other way is studying it. If you're reading in a passage and your your interest is piqued about what you're reading there and you want to know a little bit more, then I would encourage you to study that passage out. There are a lot of tools, a lot of things are available to help you in studying God's Word. And then finally, with the other four, I would ask you to consider meditating on God's Word. Think about what you're reading. Don't just read it. Think about it. Don't just study it. Think about it. Just don't hear it. Think about what you're hearing. Why? Because it's your processing it. It's your mental thought about it that's going to help you out as you get God's Word into your life. And here's the benefit of it. When you do these things, and you start getting into God's Word, you're going to start seeing 
the results in your life, which is only going to increase the desire to have God's Word in your life even more. Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer your questions about Christianity and the Christian life. And you might be saying, George, I have a question. How do I get that to you? Well, there are several ways that you can get it to me here at the church. First of all, if you attend the Kerwinsville Christian Church, we would just encourage you to write that question down, put it in the offering, hand it to me, or come talk to me personally about it, and we'll look at maybe answering it here on the podcast. By the way, if you don't have a church home and you live in the Kerwinsville Clearfield area, we would encourage you to become and be a part of one of our services. We meet on Sunday morning for worship at 1045. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, PA, and it's basically a come-as-you-are service. Don't worry about how you're dressed. Just come and learn to worship and walk with Jesus Christ. You can contact us through our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Podcast. We would encourage you to like the podcast so that you can keep up with what the questions are that we're going to be addressing and go back and listen to old podcasts that we have done here for you to listen to. You can also contact us through our webpage at KerwinsvilleChristian.org. Just simply go to the contact page. You'll find a way there, a form to fill out to submit your question to us. Next week, we're going to look at a question that really is important for you and I in the church today. It's almost something that we've kind of ignored, but the reality is is that it's a deadly influence around us that we're really not aware of. What are you talking about, George? Well, I'm talking about false teachers. We have assumptions about false teachers, about who they are, but a lot of times we don't recognize that they're around us a lot more than we realize. So here's the question we're going to look at. Should I be concerned about false teachers? Should I be concerned about false teachers? Until next week, take care.